I've never actually done a real radio show before. Just goofed around. Goofed around. Time to blow the dust off this old chestnut. I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. Who's got the clap? I do, I do. I got the clap by the giggles. We haven't played this old children's classic on the morning show in quite a while. So apparently auto insurance companies can be held liable if somebody gets an STD while hooking up in a car. What? What? At least in Missouri. What? Last year, an anonymous woman in Missouri demanded that Geico pay her $1 million because she got an STD after having unprotected relations in a guy's car. Don't see how that's Geico's problem. Geico refused, but she took them to court. And this week, a Missouri appeals court ordered Geico to pay her $5.2 million. Oh, my. Why, you may ask. Well, it's complicated, but it boils down to this. Geico refused to get involved initially and wouldn't join the guy's defense. The court later said that that was them opting out of a defense. Uh, The woman and the guy went into arbitration, which awarded her more $5.2 million based on documentation that she provided. Pretty good compensation for an STD. They also reached some sort of agreement that limited his personal liability. That put Geico on the hook because of a precedent in Missouri that was set uh, in a similar insurance case. And you wonder why insurance prices are so high. One of the appeals court judges even admitted that he didn't think Geico got a fair shake but had no choice. So, stupid precedent. Geico stupid lawyers all allowed this couple's stupid decision to warrant a stupid payout. And now you know... The rest of the story. Ah! Oh my God! What on earth is wrong with us as a society? Every day I feel a little bit dumber because I see or hear these discussions on, here's the new TikTok trend. Here's what people are doing. This is the new life hack. This is uh, the newest stupid thing that everybody's doing. And I hear it on our sister stations in the morning or in the afternoons, rather. I'll even hear discussions on this, uh, this stuff like on KFGO. And why? Why do we spread this stuff around? I'm guilty of it because I'm going to talk about another dumb one right now, but I'm, I'm letting you know. It's under protest. And because I know that this one is ab- it's got to be absolute BS. If you're struggling to cut back on Coca-Cola, some genius on TikTok has a brilliant idea for you. It's called Healthy Coke. And this went viral thanks to a woman who claimed that it was something that her Pilates instructor drinks almost every day. And you can whip some of it up at home, too. Here she is giving the recipe. This sounds positively disgusting. My Pilates instructor makes this drink and it's a healthy alternative to a Coke. Like a splash of balsamic vinegar and then take any sparkling beverage. I'm picking LaCroix and it could be any flavor. Balsamic vinegar? Mix it together. It tastes like a Coke and it's healthy. Baloney. I ain't buying it. She says you get a glass, you add some ice, pour a splash of balsamic vinegar in it. Have you had vinegar? And then you top it off with sparkling water. Any flavor works, and boom, it tastes just like a Coke, she says. Just like a Coke. I mean, come on, it's bull crap. So I've even seen people chime in, and they and they drink it, and they go, oh, this, this does taste like a Coke. There is no way in hell that that tastes like a Coke. That sounds like the most disgusting thing I've... It would taste like carbonated balsamic vinegar, right? If you're just throwing a little LaCroix water in there, why would that taste like a Coke? That's why I'm saying I think there's something wrong with us as a society because we'll buy into this stuff. If you want to eat a bag of of potato chips, you shouldn't have to devour it while hiding in a closet. But there is a reason that some people might consider it. In a new poll, 69% of people in long-term relationships say they feel judged by their partner for their snacking habits. 
Well, I hope they're not drinking balsamic vinegar and sparkling water. But this goes both ways. Another 69% admit that they judge their partner for their snack choices. Unclear if most of those were mostly the same people, but there is clearly some overlap here. 69%. 69, dude! 69. Uh, men are more likely to feel judged by a slim margin, and it happens more with younger people than old folks. You get older, you don't give a crap. You don't like that I'm eating this? Too bad. I'm 52. I don't feel any pressure to trim down in that summer bod. <laughs> and when the poll asked people what their guilty pleasure foods were, the number one was pizza. Pizza followed by ice cream, and then it's burgers, potato chips, fried chicken, chocolate cake. French fries, candy, and bacon. Oh, that sounds like a good spread. I'm going to chase that down with a healthy Coke. Don't you do it! Do you know what today is? What is it? Today is National Sex Day. And when he heard Nick Cannon was like, way ahead of you. I've already got, your Nick Cannon's got like three more babies on the way. He's so haunted. Good grief. Stop already. Actually, today is National Sex Day and it's National Donald Duck Day as well. So if the cops stop you for wearing no pants, you got two excuses. You just, <laughs> just Donald Duck in it. It's a very angry Donald Duck. I don't know what Donald Duck was always so angry about. Uh, have you got a birthday today? Well, a few people you're sharing your birthday with, a few celebrities, star of the Netflix show Dear White People, Logan Browning turns 33 today. Also, you're sharing your birthday with Mae Whitman from Parenthood. Uh, she turns 34 today. Natalie Portman is 41. Johnny Depp. Hey! I'm going through Johnny Depp withdrawal. Johnny Depp turns 59 today. Amber Heard dropped her gift off. It's still steaming on his doorstep. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Gross. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is 61. Dick Vitale turns 83. And good old Donald Duck is 88. That's why it's Donald Duck Day today. There you go. A few celebrities you're sharing your birthday with today, Thursday, June 9th. Well, what do you know about that? You know, if you can get through this, you can get through anything. St- staying positive is not easy, is it? Especially in tough times. But if you give it your best shot, your chances of living to see better days go up. A new study found being optimistic can add years to your life. As a rational skeptic, I find that hard to believe. Researchers tracked 160,000 American women for more than two decades. Hopefully they knew they were being tracked. And they used the questionnaire to rate how optimistic they were, and the ones who managed to look on the bright side of life were more likely to make it to 90 or even older. So again, we're seeing optimism adding years to your life. By the end, the ones who were the most optimistic lived 5.4% longer than the ones who were the most pessimistic. So what, I guess if you make it to 90, that's close to five extra years. And it held true across all races and ethnicities as well. So despite color, creed, researchers say being optimistic can add up to five years to your life. But they won't necessarily be good years. In fact, find out why with today's list of the top five negative things about being positive. Here we go. Number five, if you're happy all the time, what's the point of getting high? Hey, you want to get high, man? Number four, people will only hang out with you to witness when life finally crushes your soul. Number three, a constant smile will leave you with wrinkles. And a black eye if you're near me. Number two, you make the world's worst goth. And the number one negative thing about being positive, you overestimate your odds of success at extremely risky activities like gambling or marriage. Yay! 
Even better than positivity? How about some stupid criminals? Who's ready to have some fun? So, have you ever been at a store and something that you didn't plan on buying caught your eye? Uh, police in L.A. are looking for some guy who walked into a sex store called Cupid's Closet. You know, you know, adult bookstores, right? Couples items and lingerie and toys and DVDs. So he, he goes into Cupid's Closet, pulls a gun and tells the cashier, empty the register. He's focused. He wants money, but he didn't leave with any cash. When he pointed the gun at her, she sort of froze in fear and didn't do anything. So then his attention shifted to something on a nearby shelf. He walked over grabbed a, uh, how do I say this, uh, a self-love toy made for men, <laughs> made by a brand called Lovebots. For some self-loving. And then he showed it to the cashier like, uh, I'll take this instead, and walked out. <laughs> I don't know if he planned to, uh, or maybe I don't know, Maybe he's going to sell the toy, maybe his priorities just changed. But the toy he stole is not worth much. Same toy sells for $64 on Amazon. It's called the Lovebots Beat It Rotating and Rhythmic. I'm not going to say that word on the air. <laughs> uh, but it happened in April. Police still have not found the man. They've released security footage hoping that somebody out there can ID him. But doesn't that make you feel a little bit better about yourself? Don't you feel like more of a success in the fact that this guy was not able to rob the adult bookstore because he got so distracted and, and stole a self-pleasuring device instead? I uh, only hope you have a little more self-control. Totally ridiculous. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news. Today's show is brought to you by Cable News. Remember, it's not news unless we can drive it into the ground 29 hours a day. 